You're listening to a message from Christian Life Ministries in Coventry, a dynamic, growing church in the heart of the nation. We pray that God will speak to you through this word and impact your life for His glory. So beautiful, Jesus. So glorious, so wonderful, so faithful unchanging Jesus everything is different because you have shown yourself to us everything is different because you've presenced yourself with us everything is different because you've promised to us that by your spirit you will never leave us and never forsake us what certainty we have so we thank you Lord May this year of 2022 be a year, Jesus, when we see you more and more, where we come to know you more and more, that we might wonder at you in this year, for you are truly wonderful. And we thank you even now as we turn to your word, Jesus, that by your spirit you make your words come alive to us, you speak to us, And so we welcome you to do just that, Holy Spirit, to come and take these words and to make them real and to make them alive and to draw our hearts closer to you through them. We pray in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Guys, please do take a seat. Well, I would also like to extend to you my greetings of a happy new year. Some of you obviously would have been here on Friday night, but some of you not. And wishing you a very happy new year. And I hope that you've had an enjoyable break. I've spoken to a lot of people uh, whose plans were somewhat disrupted uh, by a lateral flow test. And I wonder maybe in the room, would you just raise a hand if in some way your Christmas plans or the plans of people you are planning to be with were disrupted because of that. A lateral flow test, COVID test, travel restrictions. Yeah, there's quite a few. I thought that that might be the case. Nevertheless, I hope that you have enjoyed a good Christmas and had a rest and a break. And all of a sudden, you know, after the anticipation, the waiting for Christmas, the shopping, the preparations, here we are, the presents have been opened And it's already now January the 2nd, and we are into 2022. We're in the room uh, as I speak this morning. We've got a few kids, a few young people. I know you've got your packs, and that's brilliant. But also the things that I'm saying here today are for you as well as for the adults and the grown-ups. Now, I don't know if you're a reflective sort of person, if you've taken any time to reflect on the year that has been. Of course, 12 months ago, we were all desperate to leave 2020 behind us. Do you remember that? All those different like, things going around on social media about how terrible 2020 had been. But we stepped out of 2020 only to find that 2021 
brought us much of the same that 2020 had brought, that many of the challenges that we had had and that we longed to leave behind came with us into 2021, and we discovered that COVID was very much not a thing of the past. It's been, indeed, as Martin has already said today, a tough couple of years. And how does that affect us as we step into another new year? How have we been impacted by what has been as we step again into another new year? Personally, I find myself uh, not looking as far into the future as I used to. I'm not willing to put too much time into planning things that may or may not happen. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to invest in something time-wise or money-wise that may not be able to take place. Things that I do look forward to, I do so with a little less certainty than I used to. Will they actually be able to go ahead? Or will they go ahead without me? Will a lateral flow test rule me out at the last minute? Yeah, this is where we're living, isn't it? Maybe we're wondering and we're looking each day, what are the scientists saying? What are the politicians saying? How is that shaping how I'm entering the new year? The reality is that the circumstances of our world and of our season are impacting us. Of course, they impact us. So this morning, as we turn to the word, I just want to bring us back to some ancient wisdom to help us to start our year Right, and I wonder if I can invite you to turn with me to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs, words of wisdom. These are some of the words of the Bible that are not difficult to understand. Some words in the Bible are difficult to understand. What is really meant by this? Uh, these are not some of those. And yet sometimes the words in the Bible that are easiest to understand, we can still struggle to actually live out because they challenge us and they're not always easy to live out. And these words that we're gonna read, they're the words of a father to his son or to his sons, passing on to them the things that he felt were really, really important for them to remember. This is what he says, Proverbs chapter three, one to six. He says, my son, do not forget my teaching and keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. I know to some of us here today, these might be familiar words, especially those last two verses. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And I loved as I looked into these words again this week, when we look and read them in the NIV, this is entitled, uh, Wisdom Bestows Well-Being. Wisdom bestows well-being. Well, all of us probably want to attend to our well-being as we step into a new year. So this is wisdom for well-being. But what do these say to us at the start of this year? Three simple things. This is where this father begins. He says, my son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. For they'll prolong your life many years and bring you peace 
and prosperity. Now, of course, these words that were written, this was Solomon speaking to his sons about his own words that were words of wisdom. We know he was one of the wisest men men to ever live. These words that he spoke now form part of the scripture that we have, the book of Proverbs. They're here for us, but they're not the only words of wisdom that we have. They were the words that Solomon was passing on. In fact, the things that Solomon is saying here, they're reminiscent to me of the words that God himself said to Joshua when he was about to go into the promised land. He said, don't let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. Don't forget my teaching. Keep my commands is what this wise man is saying. He also says, if you attend to these wise words, if you don't forget them, they'll bring you peace and prosperity. Is there anyone who would like peace and prosperity in 2022? Yeah, some of you don't seem to, but that's okay, that's up to you. But most of us, we want peace and prosperity. So I would love to pray for you that you would know peace and prosperity. Well, if we want that, if we attend to the words of the wise that we have been given, then that will lead us to peace and prosperity. And if we were just to take the words of Solomon, the 31 chapters of Proverbs, and read them and keep them front of mind this year, this would be a great start. We actually have a lot more than that. We have the whole Bible given to us, words of wisdom for living, teaching and commands. And Solomon says, don't forget them. As you set out into 2022, don't forget the words of wisdom that are there. He's saying, here is the foundation, here is the starting point, here are the keys for peace and prosperity. They're words of wisdom, but they're also words of life. They're words that connect us to God himself. They're the words that he has written down for us like a father to his children to know the things that we must not forget. And yet, isn't it true that many of us as Christians don't read the Bible for ourselves? Even though this is a word of wisdom and these are words of life. Many of you will have been here uh, last year when Dr. John Andrews came and spoke to us about finding strength in the word. And he quoted us some stats from a couple of studies done by the Church of England and the Bible Society, both of which had found that of those who called themselves followers of Jesus, only around 50% read the Bible. In fact, more than 50% either never read it or read it less than once a month. That's of those who say they're followers of Jesus. Imagine if a friend messaged you. You knew the message had been delivered, but they never read the message or you never read their message. Well, if you were on WhatsApp, you message someone, uh, you know that the message arrived, the ticks go gray, but they never went blue. They never went blue. They saw your message, but they never opened it up. They never read it. We've maybe all been there. You know how that feels. It's not great for your relationship, is it? Or maybe if a friend, you sent them a message, but they just never got back to you. They never replied. They never responded. This can be a little bit how we are with God when we don't even open the words of the Bible. 
It's like we've turned notifications off to him because we're not even going to respond. These things are written down. They are life. They are wisdom. They are the source of peace and prosperity. But we forget his word. You know, there's so many times in my own life where I have needed something. I've needed strengthening. I've needed direction. I've needed peace. I'm needy, yeah, I accept I'm needy. There's many times, but so often as I read the Bible each day, then the Lord speaks to me something that comes into my soul and brings peace or brings direction or helps me to know where I need to focus to get through the day time and time again. Of course, there's ordinary days when it doesn't feel like that happens, but many days As I remember his words, he meets me there and he speaks to me. So I guess I want to ask us at the start of 2022, what are you going to do to make sure you don't forget his words? That you don't forget his teachings or his commands. Maybe you have a habit or a rhythm or a discipline that is in place, that is what you've been doing in 2021. How will you make sure you continue that? Or maybe you need to forge a new habit. You know, there could be no better New Year's resolution than to think of a way that you are going to make sure you remember God's Word. You could use an app. There are many brilliant apps. Version has loads of topical devotions to help you get into the Word. It has a verse for the day. There's an app I really like to use, which is called Lectio 365, which gives you a reflection on Scripture. Morning and evening devotions. They're just two that I know of, but there are many other. If you seek and ask others, maybe in your life group, what they do. What else will you do to connect with God's Word. You could find another book or a tool. You might want to use a 21-day of prayer booklet to help you at the start of the year. It's going to have a verse for every day from the 10th of January for those 21 days. What is your plan? What is your plan? Because peace and prosperity will be found as we attend to the Word of God in our lives. You know, if we don't have a plan, there are a thousand and one other priorities and distractions that will lead to us forgetting God's teachings, forgetting his commands. So what will we do to ensure that we don't? Many of us, if you're not already in these kinds of settings, you might be helped by joining a life group, joining Student Connect, or coming to Ignite, or Synergy Midweek, or some way to join with others to come around the Word, to help it to stay alive in our lives. Because wisdom says, don't forget His words, for peace and prosperity are found here. And as we step into 2022, perhaps one of the most important things we can do is think about how we will remember the Word of God, how we will put that at the center in our hearts and lives. Secondly, he says this, he says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. I love this language, the language of the tablet of your heart. Now, this does not mean the new iPad that you got for Christmas and you love more than anything else. That is not what the tablet of your heart means in this context. It's referring to simply something that is written on a tablet. It could be a book, a page, a note, a file. 
But there's this idea that things can be inscribed on our hearts, almost as if there's words or themes. So I wonder that today, what is written on your heart? If we were to go right to the heart of each one of us, what would we find written there? What messages? What words? What feelings? What values never leave us? What is written on your heart? What's written at the center of everything that you do that speaks into and through everything you do? Because you know, whatever is in your heart, whatever is written on your heart will overflow into everything else of your life. That comes later in Proverbs 4.23 where we're warned to, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. I want to suggest that for some of us it would be good, it would be helpful for us to take time to reflect on this question. What is written on the tablet of my heart? And is it what I want to be written on my heart? You know, especially in times of grief or difficulty or trouble, well, attending to what is written on our hearts is especially important. And it's really, really good news is that whatever is written in our hearts can be changed. If we find things there that are wrong, then there's forgiveness if we'll only confess them. Sins and mistakes can be erased. Bitterness may be written there. That can be dismantled if we will allow the grace of God in. Fear might be written there, or anxiety. They too can be displaced as we allow the love of God to fill us and to refill us. And I could go on with other examples, but with the Holy Spirit we can change what is written on the tablets of our hearts. I wonder if I can invite you, maybe just for a moment, think about something that you think might be written on the tablet of your heart that perhaps you don't want to carry with you into 2022. But I'm going to encourage everybody right now just to open your hands before you and to bring to mind maybe something that's in your heart that you think that would be best left behind. And then I'm going to encourage us just in a moment to turn our palms over, turn our hands down as if emptying out of something, an active move of letting go, as we invite Holy Spirit to rewrite what is written on our hearts. And Holy Spirit, we invite you to help us to see what is there that needs to be let go of and we open our hands and our hearts that you would rewrite what is there. And then I want to ask you, what do you want to be written on your heart as you step into this year? The wise writer of Proverbs, this father speaking to his son, he says, let love and faithfulness be written there. He actually says, bind them around your neck, write them on the tablets of your heart. It's like, if there's anything you're not going to let go of, let it be love and faithfulness. Write them on the tablet of your heart. You know, these are not values that our culture tends to cherish or champion. 
faithfulness. How often do we hear somebody talking about faithfulness? Not very often. But this wise writer says, love and faithfulness will cause you to find favor in the sight of both God and with man. Love and faithfulness are the keys to this. Now, Martin prayed for us that we would have favor in our places of work, but some of the reason why we find favor with man and with God is because love and faithfulness are what is written in our hearts. He says, wherever you can, choose love. This means it's putting love there instead of hate, love instead of judgment in others, love instead of self, and faithfulness. Faithfulness is a Hebrew word, met, which means really a person who is faithful, who is true and truthful, one who is reliable and trustworthy, keeping to that which is real and not which is false. It's a person of integrity. He says that is what will bring you favor with God and with man, if you'll be a person of truth and a person of integrity. He says, let these things be written on your heart, love and faithfulness. You know, yesterday in South Africa was the funeral of Archbishop Desmond Tutu. I'm sure many of you will have seen that in the news. He was described as a crusader in the struggle for freedom, for justice, for equality, and for peace, not only in South Africa, but around the world as well. And he was one of the driving forces behind the movement to end apartheid in South Africa. And he was awarded a Nobel Peace Prize in 1984 for his role in that struggle. And after Nelson Mandela became South Africa's first black president, Archbishop Desmond Tutu was appointed to the Truth and Reconciliation Commission that was set up to investigate crimes that were committed during the apartheid era. It was such a critical component of enabling a nation to move forward. He could do that role because he was a man of integrity. He was known to be a man of truth, of truthfulness, of reality and not falsehood. Faithfulness was written on the tablet of his heart and others could see it. It's what leads to favor with man and to with God. In his case, it also led him to have significant impact and influence in a nation and beyond. Yesterday in his funeral, in the eulogy, it was spoken of his great moral stature, his exceptional qualities, his great service to humanity. He was rightly honored because he was favored in the sight of men because he was known over the 90 years of his life to have love and faithfulness written on the tablet of his heart. So what do you want to be written on the tablet of your heart in 2022? The writer of the Proverbs says, love and faithfulness, make sure they're there. Don't let them go. I know there's some other things for me that I want to be written there. I want there to be trust. I want there to be humility and joy as some of the, the standards, the values from which everything else flows. And I know I have some work to do on those, but what else do you want to be written on your heart in 2022? Why not just open your hands up before Holy Spirit this morning?
and think of what you want to be in your heart. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you would help us that what is written on our hearts would be love and faithfulness. And other fruit that comes from your presence in us, we pray. Thank you. Tamsin, do you want to come and join me? So we come then to verses five and six, the third little part of this scripture this morning. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. This really means trust in Jesus. Keep trusting in Jesus, not just on a Sunday when we sing the songs that help us to verbalize it, but trust in him Monday to Saturday as well. Trust in him when you can see how it will work out and trust in Jesus even when you can't see how it's going to work out. Trust God when it makes sense and when it doesn't. Trust God when it feels okay and trust God even when it hurts. You know, we tend, don't we, to be fickle. We trust God uh, when we can see how it could play out. But when it gets a bit harder or it hurts a bit more, we find it harder to trust. When it costs us something or things don't work out how we thought. Or maybe when we find ourselves not at all in control anymore. But these words, they encourage us to trust regardless. Trust him to pay the bills. As you work hard and bring what you should before him, even though the numbers don't seem to add up, trust him. That's what these verses say. We trust him to maybe Help us in our marriage, even though things have got to a different place. We're going to trust him to watch over that member of our family who seems to be in such a dark place, maybe, or a difficult situation. We trust him to open up what we need in our work or our career, no matter what's gone before. Even if we face difficulty, discrimination, we're going to trust him to open up what is needed. We can trust him to make a way where there is no way because this is what he does. This is the God that we serve. This is the God we've been singing of today who is the mighty fortress, the one who makes a way. The one who can do what is beyond what we might understand or see. That's why he says, don't lean on your own understanding. We all have our own understanding. We all have our idea of what might be possible or of how things could possibly work out. But the wise words say, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. Trust him instead because he is faithful. He keeps his word as we've sung today. He fulfills his promises. He will walk with you through every challenge and trial. I don't know, is there anybody here this morning who's faced a situation and you've looked at it and thought, I don't know if there's a way out of this. I don't know how we can get through this. And yet when you have trusted God, he has brought you out in a way that you hadn't imagined. Just raise a hand if you've seen something like that. If you need that and you've not ever experienced that, just look around and see how many people God has done that for. 
Thank you. Please do put your hands down. If you're at home, there's many hands across the room here testifying that these are not just words in a book, but these are experiences and testimonies lived out in many of God's people, that He does what He says He will do. At our watch night service, Esther Buenali, one of our lovely ladies, shared a story of a situation they'd walked through in their family where a medical procedure had hit complications. It was very difficult. Even the doctors weren't sure what to do, but Esther kept trusting in God. God had warned her about it and gave her peace in the midst of it and brought them all through it. And this is what he does. It's true, he doesn't always remove the challenges. He doesn't save us from challenges. He doesn't always spare us from them, but he promises to walk with us through them. He says, in all your ways, Submit to Him. Submit is not a word that we celebrate too often. Submit to Him. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. It means in every part of our life, will we look to Him and what He says? Will we look for His ways? And will we seek what He is wanting for us in those, in our work? in our home life, in our family, in our relationships, in our finances, in how we outwork and express our sexuality. In every single aspect of our lives, will we bring it to Him and say, in this I will acknowledge you, in this I will submit to you. Because wisdom says, If you want things to be straightforward, if you want straight paths through 2022, this is how you go about it. It's trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways, submit to Him. In an end of year reflective process that I was using last week just to help me coming to the end of 2021 and prepare for 2022, there was a a simple prayer that said, Lord, help me to yield to all that you wish to do in me and through me. And really, this is the essence of what this father, this wise father is saying in these words. If you will yield to the Lord, to all he wants to do in you and through you, then because he's a good father, because he's a good God, and because he knows what is best, then he will make your straight path, your path straight, and it will be straightforward. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own ideas, your own assumptions, your own conclusions about how this stuff can turn out, but look to him, submit to him, lean on him and yield to him and what he is doing. Because of course, we're here as disciples of Jesus and the journey of discipleship is really a journey of yielding to Jesus, of saying yes to Jesus, to where He leads and to what He asks. And these words of wisdom that we read today, they're an invitation to yield afresh at the start of the year. A reminder for us not to forget His words but to listen to them, to prioritize them, knowing that it will lead to peace and prosperity. It's an invitation to attend to what is written on the tablets of our hearts. 
especially love and faithfulness. There may be many things in the year ahead that will be out of our control, but what is written on our hearts with the help of Holy Spirit is our choice. Love and faithfulness will cause us to be favored in the sight of men and God. And trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. Remember, He is always doing more behind your back and in your heart than He is in front of your face. And when we submit to Him in all of our ways, He will make our path straight. This is wisdom that will bestow well-being as we respond, as we act, as we yield to Him. Of course, there are actions for us to take. There's habits for us to attend to, choices as we step into 2022. But I wanted to invite you to respond with me this morning. I wonder if you might stand with me, boys and girls in the room and grown-ups. Here at the start of 2022, I just invite you to bring yourself to the Lord once again, to come afresh. I invite you to yield to all that the Lord wants to do in you and through you, for He surely has plans for both in 2022. In these moments, you might want to open your hands, you might want to kneel down, you might want to make your way to the front, just as you recommit to Him, as you bring your life to Him afresh today, as you commit again to not forget His words, to keep love and faithfulness in your heart and to trust Him with all of your heart. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, thank you that you show us the way. And please take us at our word today. Help us to walk this year with you. Please would you help us? Would you empower us? Would you cleanse us and heal us and embolden us? And lead us into all that you have for us. Help us to keep yielding to you that in every part of our lives we might honour Jesus, that we might know the joy and the peace and the prosperity of doing so, living our lives in worship to you. We bring our lives to you and we look to you, King Jesus. We choose to trust you. Amen. Let's join with me. Let's sing this final song as a song of commitment of our hearts and our lives to Jesus.